Hey, NC Chats, we're back. I'm sorry that this is posted late. I uh, apologize. It's my fault. No, <laughs> Lori, no. My fault. No, but I do have my big sis with me. If you haven't checked out her episode, Lori George Billingsley's episode was the truth. Do you hear me? You have got to go back and listen to it. It was just really the heart of kingdom and culture, which is being sought in life right here in the earth, Lori. And you, you know, have had an extended career. You recently retired earlier this last year now, right? Because it's a new year. Year mark. Yeah. Can you believe it? Almost a year of retirement. What have you been doing? All the Hashtag too much. That's working. what I've been doing. <laughs> You've been working. Yes. You've been giving, you've also though been giving me great tips on how to find solace, how to find peace, how to really just find that quiet space and margin, yeah. creating margin in your life to be able to um, have growth and space yeah. to hear God. And so what is your, before we get into our topic today, what is your best thing to do or best tip for us in terms of creating margin and space? Or what, and what's the thing you love doing right now? Oh, so the thing I do is every week I have some sort of spa related service. Yes, you do. That's just my thing. <laughs> I mean, I I, you have to have self-care and mm -hmm. I've learned that more and more over the years that that is important. And, mm -hmm. and we put others first so much. It's like having a moment where you put yourself first and have self-care. So that's one of my... One of my things. One of your things. I love it. I love it. And it is important to find that it space. Um, one of the things that you and I were talking about um, this season, I think, you know, since I finished season one of the podcast mm -hmm. and I've just kind of been praying about, first of all, what's next? What, you know, is the Holy Spirit saying? Right. One of the biggest things that jumped out to me was just the authenticity and the power that comes through authenticity and just being vulnerable. And so I'm excited about our pop-up season that's going to launch in April yeah. and you're going, you're coming all the you know, pop-up. Pop yeah. yeah. And the fact that we're going to, we're at y'all, we're bringing back all of our season one guests. They're going to tell their short stories of authenticity and I'll just give you a preview. It is powerful. Um, so powerful to hear kind of behind the scenes on how the Lord has really dealt with you guys and all of our guests through the ups and the downs, but to be able to get a close up look. Um, so thank you for sharing, you know, your story, story and your short story of authenticity. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Um, so Lori, today we were going to talk briefly about this concept of kingdom and culture, right? And yes, you and I were recently talking about it, you know, when we look at the story of Jesus, one of the things I heard you say was, as you were in the marketplace, being a marketplace minister, right? Um, one of the things that I heard you say was you would, you know, originally you would find yourself wanting to be in church because you, as an ordained right. minister, that's kind of where you thought your spot was. And then as you continue right. to kind of pray about it. The Lord was like, no, I need you in the marketplace because 
right. you know, the field is ripe, but the laborers are few. And so just talk us through, you know, when even when I see Jesus, you know, the story of Jesus, he was in the marketplace more than he was in the synagogue, in the Bible days even. Right. No, absolutely. And I think that's the 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 issue a lot is that people mm-hmm. feel like I can't be around non-Christians. I have to just be like insulated around Christians. But that's not that is not Jesus's model. Yeah. Jesus was out there among the, you know, the sinners and the people who needed him in their life. And so for me, it's always been about how can I be in a wide range of different circles, Mm -hmm. have the biggest impact and be the salt and be the light. Yeah. And be the one who can be sort of like the spokesperson for Jesus, you know, have the Jesus insight. And, you know, I don't mind going now there's certain places I won't go. Like if I go don't invite club, you on DM through don't don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't invite me to the club because I can't go into a club. Okay. If I go into a club, I might be on the dance floor. So not not doing good. that. Okay. I know my limitations. Yeah. Right? That's that's fair. And I know where I don't need to like that mm. might be somebody else's ministry. There are people sure. who go into the club, right? Right. Me, I don't mind being in places where, you know, there are all kinds of mixed crowds. Right. It doesn't because I know who I am in Christ and mm-hmm. I know that my Jesus is big enough to cover me, to be able to have conversations, to be able oh, to have open doors of opportunity to have, you know, influence in yeah the different conversations. So it doesn't bother me, you know, right. going to happy hours, going to, yeah. you know, d- different like events where they might have an after party. Like it's fine. Right. I don't have a problem with that because mm-hmm. again, I know I'm rooted and grounded in Christ. I know what I stand for. And again, it gives always more of an opportunity to be able to share Jesus with, with more people mm-hmm. who might not ever step foot in a church. Wow. Wow. I'm thinking about Nicodemus. Yeah. I'm thinking about when Jesus was walking and then Nicodemus was up in the tree. Totally. Jesus came by and said, hey, I need to come stay with you. Let me come hang out with you. And, you know, the church folks. Yeah was like, why are you going to kick it with him? And it was the same Nicodemus when Jesus died and um, that went and got his body and put him in the tomb and was able to be a public um, person or in public for representing Jesus. And it's interesting because I'm thinking about how many times in our walk have, or we don't know really, the truth is we don't know and we probably won't know until we get to heaven. How many times that step of authenticity right there in the marketplace is going to impact generations to follow or our coworkers or people where years later, right, they That's show right. up and are able to to like be authentically because you stood, you know, that's beautiful. 
Yeah, I mean, you think about your own life. You know, I think about people from when I was in college. Absolutely. You know, there was a woman there who, who was a Christian. And mm-hmm. I remember the difference in her life and the stand that she took. Like, to this day, I remember. I remember one of my best friends from high school, her mother being a strong Christian. Like, I, mm-hmm. you remember those people along your journey, right? And they were able to live it out. So why can't you live it out? Yeah. And that's what Jesus needs. Like you yeah. said, you know, he said, uh, uh, sick people don't need a, well, yeah. Sick people are the ones who need the physician, not the people right. who are already well. Already well. Yeah. And so we shouldn't be afraid to go into places that aren't as comfortable as mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm to be able to share our lives. I'm not yeah. even saying share the gospel because you mm-hmm. your life should be a gospel, right? Sure. Your life should be one that people look at and say, there's something different about that person and why. Yeah. Right. And you just, and that's how you carry yourself mm-hmm. and don't, don't be scared to show up in places, but what if somebody posted and somebody sees me, you know, hanging out with and, yeah. Yeah. And living our lives authentically in love, you know, like I've been studying through John and you've watched my social media, you know, I've been in John. You're like, oh, here she go reading John again. Oh. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, even in looking at Jesus and his story, it's been interesting to kind of see how Jesus, after all the things right before he was about to ascend. He did two things. He prayed for the disciples and for us um, that we would be able to be in the world, but not be able to stand or to and to be able to stand. And then the second thing he did was he taught the principle of love above all things. He said a new commandment I give you that you love, you know, um, others as you would love yourself. You're like, this is the biggest and most important commandment. And really what he's calling us to walk in. And so, you know, lately um, I've just had such a burden for us to be able to be authentic in love and loving others, because that's where um, I believe God really wants our hearts to be in, in a place where it's like, yo, bring your whole self, because guess what? Even if I can't handle your whole self, God can. And he (laughs) wants you to bring your whole self to the table and really be willing to give him, bring it to him. You know, I was listening to somebody the other day that said, you know, like, I just started telling God all the things I hated and, you know, how bad I hated him. And she was like confounded because she said, even in all of that, God was mm-hmm. like, yes, tell me, I love you. Yeah. Like, I want to hear it. Get it off your chest. You he, know, already knows. he already knows. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows and he yeah. really wants he wants to be there in that compassionate part so guys you know I hope that you know first of all I'm glad to be back yeah um after taking some time off but you know God has been faithful and at the end of the day he wants us to be in the marketplace serving yeah. him and being salt and light in a in a dying world because guess what he has need of you. And if you're not serving him, I'm glad you're here because God loves you. And um, it's a good place to be in, to be encouraged. Um, so welcome to Kingdom and Culture. Welcome back, guys. Look forward to 
our um, pop-up season with our short stories and authenticity. I can't wait to, to hear have you all hear these powerful, powerful stories. And then I'm just going to ask Lori, if you have any final thoughts or words to share. Yeah, the last thing I would say is never underestimate the power of your smile mm. and being positive. Okay. That is the number one thing that would draw people to me to talk about wow. Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I said, why are you always so upbeat? Why do you always seem so happy? Wow. You know, why are you always like smiling? It doesn't even matter like what's happening around mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And that is another door of opportunity to be able to say like, I don't have any reason to be sad because I have Jesus. Like yeah. what? Right. So it, it really, people are watching you. Mm. And they're watching how you respond to things and they're watching, you know, what you say, how you say it, how you sort of um, move mm -hmm. in and out, you know, of different situations. And so just remember that you're representing Jesus and people are watching you. So good. And they may not, it's at some point they're going to approach you. Um, and so just be positive. Um, yeah. and just represent Jesus well. And thank you for kingdom and culture. I'm so yeah. excited about what God's doing in and through you, Tiara. So uh, looking you, forward Lord. to what's next. Hey. All right, guys. Hey, have a great Thursday, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.